Hello and welcome to the episode of 8 Frugal Minutes, where our motto is save that cash. Hey, thanks for joining us. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to save money hosting a holiday party. Whether you're hosting a party for the office, for friends, for family, or even if it is a holiday party between Thanksgiving and Christmas, we've got some tips and tricks on how you can save some cash and still have an epic party. All right, let's get started. Well, it is that time of the year where we all get together and enjoy a great party. In past years, we haven't been partying as much, which is why I expect to be invited to as many parties as possible. And I bet you do too. Whether it's the office party, or maybe it's a family party, or a neighborhood party. I've gotten an invite for one of those already. Or maybe it's just a party that's for you know friends and family, an intimate group that couldn't be a party per se, but is a party when you all get started and start cheering and carrying on. You know, that party atmosphere. The cool thing about the holidays is we all come together. We all join and see each other in ways that we typically wouldn't over the remainder of the year, which is super cool. So this year, when you're thinking about a holiday party, you want to whoop it up, don't you? I think everyone does. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about ways to save money and still have a great time. You know, parties are tending to be expensive this, this time of year. You've got the decorations, you've got the food, you've got the ambiance. Maybe you want to have somebody come in and play music. Maybe you're not looking so much at music, but you want to have like some fun. You have a character come in. There's just so many options. So what do you do to, to keep down the cost and have a good time? Well, the first thing you do is you sit down and you plan it out. What exactly are you hoping to have? The plan starts and needs to begin with the theme. What's the theme of your party? And then that theme, what kind of decorations are you looking to get? And then, of course, what kind of actual food and beverages are you thinking of? And then from there, what kind of events and activities are you going to have? Now, I always tell people, center your holiday party around your themes and your activities. And here's why. What you'll find is if you have a great activity, it will be the talk of the year. And those activities could be as simple as an ugly sweater contest or perhaps a gift exchange. Those are the kind of things that can be the ugliest and the best all in one. And then from there, you can you can balance it out. Also, when it comes to these types of parties, you need to look at how many people are coming. Sometimes it's far more effective to hire out the entire process, maybe even go to a simple um, restaurant for your party than it is to put it all together yourself. That's because they figure out price per person. So if you have a lot of people or even a few, you might find it cheaper and less time consuming to actually hand it off to someone else to make and do. So those are things you need to think about in the planning stage. When it comes to decorations, I always tell people, unless it's something very, very fancy or you have a theme that's out of this world, you know, hit up the simple places for inexpensive decorations. Keep in mind, they're only going to be up a few hours during your party. So unless you plan to recycle or reuse them, there's no reason to spend hundreds of dollars on large decorations. In fact, it might be better to spend 20 bucks, go get 20 items at the dollar store, and then simply put it together that way. Of course, if you're looking to do like centerpieces for tables and other things, you can use natural resources like pine cones and brush and things outside that would really look beautiful on the inside centerpieces of tables. So keep in mind what natural resources you have as well. 
Also, if you decide to spend money and do a lot of decorations, consider what you can do after the decorations. Maybe the decorations can be something people can take home so everyone gets the centerpiece on the table. This is an added benefit and a lot of people will love this. Some people will be like, nope, no thank you. But many people, especially when it comes to holiday things, love taking stuff home. So consider that within your decorations. When it comes to the themes, it's really important to set the tone of the party. Some people like really intimate gatherings and they control every ounce of aspect of the party and there's pretty much no theme. Other people love to get it wild and crazy and they bring in all sorts of things to go on, whether that's a disco ball or they have a Santa Claus show up or an elf or maybe even some music. And those themes bring in those elements and they set the tone. So thinking about your theme... You need to consider, you know, what would work for the people coming? What would make everyone happy, excited, and delightful to be there? And once you figure that out, you've got your theme, which means you have to find your talent. Are you going to have people that show up and do things like Santa, like elves, perhaps some music? Or are you going to go like more of a simplified way and have music in the background that you have simply use your CD player for? Or if you're like me, you just turn on uh, Sirius XM or how are you going to have that ambiance and those things that are going on? That's really important, which brings you to the activities. Now, I mentioned before the ugly sweater contest. Sometimes people call them holiday, ugly holiday sweaters. Sometimes people call them ugly Christmas sweaters, whatever you call it. It is a great way to get people involved. And this is one element of every activity you should think about. How can I get people involved? Actually, the most important thing about getting people involved is reminding them to bring things so they can participate or having things there already to participate. For example, if you're doing a gift exchange, you know, having people bring gift. Sometimes it's a little crazy when people buy too expensive gifts and it doesn't balance out. But for the most part, especially if it's a uh, kind of like a punk gift exchange, it's fun and it's crazy. So that's something to think about. When it comes to the different Christmas sweaters, the crazy sweaters, the ugly sweaters, you're going to find a lot of people love to participate in that type of thing. So consider what you can do for that and how you might be able to build off of that. There are other things that people love to see, carolers for holidays. They love to see Santa or elves. These are simple things that are fun. They're holiday-ish. They're places and people you can find and put but the problem sometimes is, is within your budget, it's a little expensive. So definitely check out places that typically don't spend too much money. For example, if you're looking for a choir, you might actually be able to get a high school choir or even some members of a choir to come and sing a few songs for you. And that will be just as memorable as if you got a professional. If you're looking for Santa or elves, keep your eye out around the neighborhood because so many people do love coming to parties dressed up. And they will happily show up and be your elf for the day. And, of course, you could give them notes so they could say things about different members of your party. And that would make everyone laugh. So that's something else you can consider. Once you have figured out your activities, you know, you need to talk and think a little bit about the food. There are different approaches on this. Uh, one approach is that you get everything catered. Catering seems to work fairly well, but it's fairly expensive. Another approach is a potluck. Again, this is a really great idea. But some people don't like potlucks. They don't like it to the point where they'll bring something, but they won't eat anything. And that's probably, you know, about the time we are in right now. It's partially because people are on diets and they have restrictions and problems and health things. So sometimes that doesn't work always so well. It depends on who is coming to your party. 
The best thing to do, though, is to figure out what kind of finger foods you can have and have different finger foods where people can pick things up and eat it with their hands and not have a full-fledged meal. It's interesting that some people assume that, you know, you're going to sit down for a huge meal, where other people would just prefer to have a few things to nibble on while they enjoy the afternoon with their colleagues or their friends or their families and not have so much stuff. And, of course, with the food comes the drinks. Drinks are always a hot topic. They're a hot topic because some people come to get loaded. That's their thing, you know. There are other people who come and they want something to drink with their finger food. And then there are some people that come and they go, oh, my God, that's too much alcohol or that's too much drinks. My suggestion is if you are thinking of having a large party and, the, and drinks are important, you should probably cater it out. So that way you don't have to worry about figuring all that out. If there's a smaller party and there's fewer people, it would be a good idea to have less drinks and less choices. Sometimes too many choices convolute and detour people from actually having a really great time because they're all about the drinks. So a few choices should be more than sufficient. And I would say maybe three or four choices for every 20 people. That way you have, you know, depending on how many people you have, you have like from three to 12 choices of drinks and that's it. And that could be simple as water and soda to any adult beverages, perhaps even some juices where they can be mixed and matched, but nothing over the top. And that's really important to keep in mind because sometimes you go to a party and they have a bigger bar and beverage selection than they actually do food. And that doesn't do anyone any justice, mostly because you don't come always to drink. You come to mingle. And while it's awesome to have a drink in your hand, sometimes it's more fun to have something small to nibble on as you chit-chat and keep busy listening to someone brabble on about their life and what they're doing. So it's all a great balance there that you have to consider. But don't feel pressured to bring too much drinks. And finally, the most important part of all this is when you're planning a party, when you're going to have it. Are you going to have it on a weekday? Are you going to have it on a weekend? Are you going to have it on a, a, an afternoon? Is it going to be an evening event? Are you inviting friends and family outside of the individual you invite? These are all questions you need to think about when it comes to budgeting your Christmas party. And here's why it's important. A lot of people assume there'll be a plus one. That assumption is not made when it's a, a, a particular holiday party that's perhaps for work or a special club or something like that. But if it's 10 people you know plus one, you have a 20 people party. So it's something to keep about keep in mind when you're actually figuring out who's coming and who's not. RSVPing isn't always possible when it comes to holiday parties because everyone's doing all sorts of things this time of year. But if you figure out a good time for your party, you'll see the majority of people come and check it out. People always ask, well, what is a good time? You might be surprised to learn that a Sunday party and a Thursday party whether that's afternoon or evening, will get your most response. Whereas a Friday or Saturday party won't get as many people responding or coming because they have other obligations that are, you know, part of the Christmas holiday or the holiday season, as well as family obligations and work obligations. Thursday is a little easier to get people to come by. And so is Wednesday compared to Friday. And Sunday, Sunday seems to be happening. And when it comes to money, Monday and Tuesday, it just doesn't seem to work as well. But then again, you know your friends, you know the people you're inviting, so you know the best time you can have a party. And the most important thing about your party is that you have a great time. You want your party to be the talk of the town for the rest of the year and then to 2023. So to make it that way, you need to bring your best 
bring your A-game, watch your budget, and have a plenty of fun things for your guests to do. Well, we've gone over our time today, but what I will say is holiday parties are the bomb. And if you're thinking about hosting a holiday party, use some of these ideas to make sure it stays within your budget and you have an epically great time. You've been listening to 8 Frugal Minutes, where our motto is save that cash. Hey, thanks for listening. Until we meet again, have a great day. Bye now.